Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast for the week of March 1st, 2018. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus for the last couple of weeks, thanks to somebody, <coughs> not going to name names, who had to leave the country in a desperate attempt to escape the law. Oh, I meant um, <laughs> job purposes. Sorry. I'm air quoting that. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Like job reasons? Sure. And, How about that? And, and, and I'm air quoting for business. Yeah, for, for business. Yeah, I like that better. I like that better. No, nah, but it's good to be back, man. There's been a lot of stuff happening in the Star Wars universe over the past couple of weeks, and we hadn't had a chance to sit down and talk to each other. So, without further ado, I'm Ashley Wilbanks, and as always, my cousin from another person. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> in Savannah. Austin E is an Echo Gordy. I like that because that's actually that's that's exactly why it's E. It's e, it's Echo, and exactly. uh, don't know why. That's weird. Really weird. Yeah, but I, uh, I know my mil- military thingy, my bobs. Yeah, you would think that, but yeah. you're wrong. It's not. It's it's just Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are hippies, and uh, that's how it goes. Well, <clears throat> so Echo. Um, tell us about your trip to Costa Rica for a few. Oh man, it was uh, it was actually really cool. It was my first time out of the country. Like I'd never been on like a cruise or anything like that. So um, yeah, it was actually really really cool. I mean, I you know it was, it was just for work, and they uh, flew me out and, and uh, put me up in a nice hotel and everything, and <clears throat> so I stayed in downtown San Jose, Costa Rica, and uh, got to you know basically commute to work every day for two weeks and live as the costa ricans man experience that that you know pura vita life it was uh it was actually really really cool i mean it's a completely different world down there i mean everybody is totally cool like everybody's really nice and uh they're just out you know they're out hustling man they're they're doing their thing you know living the life and just you know they don't complain about anything they just kind of do their thing it's it was i don't know it was real beautiful down there i mean you know the infrastructure is kind of bad but um you know it's just you know the energy of the place is what was really cool and uh got to do like a atv tour of the the mountains near uh this area in costa rica called haco and they had the Mm -hmm. haco beaches there and so I got to go ride, uh, ride up in the mountains, and and then go to the beach and all that kind of cool stuff, and uh, meet a lot of cool people and <clears throat> eat a lot of great food, and mm. uh, yeah, it was it was awesome, dude. It was really really cool. And I noticed you Facebook me uh, some messaged me some pictures of Star Wars stuff. That you <laughs> yeah, dude. I see. I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. I took like the entire Jedi Academy trilogy with me. So I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to do anything. I'll be in my room most of the time. So I'm probably going to read this whole trilogy while I'm there. And I didn't even finish the first book. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, while I was there, I was still getting in my Star Wars stuff because, um, you know. I, believe it or not, I mean, they had toy stores there and stuff. They have like uh, their version of Toys R Us, which is just called Toys. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the toys. Store. Yeah, toys. That's it. Toys, and it's all multicolored and all that. And it it looks awesome. You know, I mean, it looks basically just like a Toys R Us, but it's you know they have several locations there. But I only went into like a couple. But yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I just I thought I'd pop in. You know, when I had some downtime and see what the collecting 
world was like there, you know, just to see if they had anything. And, and yeah. when I would go in those places, they really didn't have much. I mean, they had like the recent stuff, which, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I, I didn't know if they were, you know, behind the curve or if they had like just stuff that we don't have. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they had all the same stuff. You know, some of it they have, they still had a lot of the older uh, figures, like from episode seven and things like yeah. that. But um, believe it or not, they actually have WalMarts there. I didn't even know this. So I'm looking at different stores, and boom, there's a there's a couple of WalMarts in San Jose, and hmm. uh, I just happened to need to go to one to get some supplies for the weekend. And so I go there, and I. I go to the toy section and immediately, boom, I see the black series figures and I see they've got, they've got Ahsoka, the six inch mm-hmm. Ahsoka figure. They've got Django Fett, you know, stuff like that. People like figures that I haven't seen in stores. So of course mm-hmm. I flipped out and I was going to get both, but I ended up just getting Ahsoka because that was the main one mm-hmm. I was looking for. But yeah. I don't know. I kind of have a feeling maybe I should have grabbed the Django Fett while I was there too. But uh, I think I could probably get. I mean, you could get them both on eBay for decent prices, but I've just never seen them in stores. So yeah. that was the one I wanted. I was like, well, you know, I, I, it's going to be easier to take one back home than two. So we'll make sure we'll see if this gets through customs. <laughs> see yeah. if it survives the suitcase. And did it? Yeah, it did. It did. Thankfully, it did. I was surprised. I thought it was going to get just smashed and all that jazz, but no, it survived. It's sitting right here, and. uh yeah, I was pretty proud of that. But um, one thing I thought that was real funny, and uh, I'll have to send you a picture of it, but it was like it was, it was like the whole time, you know, while we're there, they had signs up everywhere, you know, like those bus stop signs and stuff of like Black Panther, mm-hmm. which was, um, it was really funny, but it, I'm trying to remember um, how they phrased it there, because it was, um, Pant- I think it was Pantera Negra. So it was, <laughs> it was so weird, you know, seeing these signs in different language in, in Spanish and, <clears throat> and all that jazz. And it was, it was real fun. But, um, but then on the ride back, uh, I saw something that was really funny. Um, it was on the way back to the airport and it's just kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but it's this huge billboard and it's advertising the last Jedi. And I just thought it was so funny. I had to snap a shot like before I got out of there and I just sent it to you now. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, Oh crap, you know, and, and it was the, you know, like the international poster where Luke's holding the lightsaber and everything, but it was yeah. huge. It was a big old billboard, oh, just kind it, of yeah. like out in the middle of nowhere on the way to the airport. Hmm. So I wonder like how long it'll, <laughs> how long it'll be there. We'll put, th- that'll be the header image for our, for, for, for the podcast this week. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is, of course, if you allow it, okay. since you are a copyright you know, holder uh, of the image. I'll call my lawyers and um, uh, and we'll, 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 we'll work out a deal. Like we'll 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 okay. call my people. will call your people. How about that? Okay, that sounds that sounds perfect. I we'll make that happen. Fair. But um, but yeah, man. Other than that, you know, like I said, just you know, good people, good food. You know, just a good atmosphere. It was. It felt great the whole time. I'll tell you this much: they're they're close to the equator, so it was way brighter in Costa Rica. Um, but they have, they constantly, cause you're just in a mountainous area. So there's lots of mountains around you. And so mm-hmm. there was just a lot, always a really good breeze blowing. Like it was always really cool. So that was kind of odd because it would, it would look like, like, oh man, it's going to burn you up out here. But, but it was actually, it felt really good outside all the time. Even it, it would get like pretty cold at night. Like, mm. you know, that was, that was kind of weird, but. You know, the steel, the sun could burn you. You have to be careful because <laughs> it, yeah. it's one of those tricky ones where you it's it's sneaky. Like you don't know it little it's burning you, but you're just like being cooked. 
So, but uh, <laughs> the, the wind's blowing, you don't know. Yeah, right, exactly, man. But it's it was yeah, it was great. The four wheel ride was amazing, dude. It was it was crazy. Like just all the the scenery and and you know it was just we we got covered. Like I was just covered in dirt by the end of it. But it was worth it. It was it was cool. I mean, I, I that night I got in the shower like with my my backpack on that I, <laughs> I took with me. I just got in there with it because it was just caked in dirt, and I'm like, I got to clean this because this is my my work book bag. So, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you see dangerous snakes? No, I didn't see any snakes. Um, I was hoping I'd get to see a sloth or something. I didn't even see a sloth. Um, I did see crocodiles or alligators or whatever. I, I saw like. a like a crap ton of those in this one really? area. When we were on the way to Hako Beach, we, we stopped at this bridge, and the driver he he had us get out. And he was like, "You got you got to see this," and he took us over there. And, and sure enough, you look over the bridge onto the like down on the bank next to the water and stuff. Like on both sides of the water, it was just mm-hmm. like covered in, in crocodiles and alligators or whatever. <clears throat> it was uh, it's crazy. That would like turn me off completely. Crocodiles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Like I was like, man, thank God I have not like tried to walk around like out in the wilderness or whatever. And then just happened to, to just stumble onto that. Cause I don't think there was any getting out of that. <laughs> Cause it was like, anywhere oh, yeah. you step, you were probably going to step on a crocodile. But mm. uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. But it sounds like you had a good time. Oh no, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, the first day I I was there, you know, it was like, I got in about mid afternoon and I had nobody yet. Like I had no coworkers or anybody to to hang out with or show me anything yet. So I'm completely alone and hardly Mm -hmm. anybody spoke English. So I'm like trying to communicate and trying to figure (laughs) out the currency situation and (laughs) just trying to like get to my hotel. And it's just like, like, Oh man, what have I done? What have I got myself into? But mm-hmm. uh, but no, it was great. After that, it was just it was perfect. Awesome, that sounds cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess I'm gonna have to take a a trip out of the country one day. Well, I've been on a cruise, but that's about it. I would say do um, if if you if you have to go somewhere. I mean, Costa Rica would probably be the the place to go because stuff's cheap. So it's, it's really cheap there. Uh, like hotel rooms are cheap. And like I said, the people are just really, really cool there. Like it's, it doesn't feel shady, you know, like there's some places they tell you like, Oh, you know, go here, but don't go there, you know, or don't, you know, have, Mm -hmm. have somebody with you at all times, blah, blah, blah. Like you just never felt unsafe in Costa Rica. I mean, it was just, like I said, nobody, nobody messed with you. You know, everybody was kind of looking out for everybody. Um, the traffic was insane and the driving was, I mean, like there's no way on God's green earth I would ever be able to drive there, but that's what Uber's for. <laughs> so like I Ubered everywhere and dude, Uber is super cheap. Like really? I would go to most places and it wouldn't cost me more than like three to $5. $5 yeah. is like if you had to go way out, you know? So, I mean, serious that, I mean, they have Uber. Oh yeah. Yeah. They've weird. got Uber. Like it is, it's like big time in Costa Rica, at least in San Jose, but they, uh, yeah, they have Uber and you just, and here's the, here's a real interesting tidbit. I know we're going off topic and we haven't even hardly mentioned Star Wars yet, but, um, I found out that Uber is technically, and I mean, unless somebody, you may be a, maybe a listener will chime in and say how wrong I am, but I was in, I was informed that Uber is technically illegal in Costa Rica, but really? 
yeah, it's like you, it's not really supported, I guess, by the government or something like it's not supposed to be legal. So when mm-hmm. you go, when you, when you get an Uber, if you can, like if it's just you always get in the front seat so that it appears if, as if you're their friend, like they're just picking up a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, everybody's really cool. I mean, they, like I said, there is not like shady. I mean, they, it seems like everybody and their uncle's doing it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I, apparently, I guess it's technically not supposed to be legal, but it's so uh, convenient. It's so convenient because there's so many. Like, you, I mean, you don't have to worry about waiting forever because usually it took like two minutes at the most to get a, get a car, like for somebody to pick you up. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, it's super cheap. And also nobody tips. Like you don't tip anybody. Uh, in Costa Rica, like not for food, not for Uber, anything. So you just get in a car, they take you from point A to point B. You know, you can try to communicate with them and talk to them. They're real friendly. They may give you some candy or something, you know. Um, yeah. And then they drop you off and, and that's it. You're gone. And uh, yeah, it was just really cool. It was really interesting. Well, that sounds pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. We. Like some of us had to sit here and just go to work every day, you know. <laughs> hey, I had in to our work own. Too. I had to work too. Now, <laughs> okay. I just I got to work and have a vacation at the same time. <laughs> uh, and and I was sitting on all the Star Wars news, and I was like, should I should I podcast by myself? No, it just wouldn't be the same without Austin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll just hold this news until. Two weeks from now, when he returns, just bottle yeah. it up inside. Yeah, and now I'm having trouble even remembering what all the news was. So you know, hey, never, you know. But you know what did happen? You know what did happen? We got a box. We got oh. a box. I thought, I thought our good friends at Funko had forgotten us this time around. You know, right. I thought they were like. Uh, these these guys don't deserve the smuggler's bounty this time, but but I had to shoot a little email off, and uh, lo and behold, you and I both received the uh, Sith smuggler's bounty box. And what we're gonna do, like like every time we get these boxes, we're gonna review it on air tonight. So. Um, Austin, do you want to do the back and forth again? Like we open it up, you do yeah, one, sure. I do one. Okay. Okay. Sure, sure, I'll sure. let you go first since you've been away for so long. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. So, so basically, yeah, like what was really neat was, you know, of course, first off, you know, you open it up Now this time they didn't have like the cool presentation, like showing you the, you know, like your pins and stuff first off, but, but you do get a pin, which is like this. Really cool looking like Darth Vader pin, unless I'm missing another oh, yeah. one. But yeah, yeah, I got this really cool Darth Vader pin, and uh, and I noticed that it was like, the first thing I realized. I'm like, what's this straw for? Because you get this straw, this drinking straw, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, what, what does that go to? But if you open up, you have this white box. If you open it up, boom, you get a Darth Vader Funko uh, themed cup, like one of those pla- hard plastic cups with the top for the straw. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was really cute. So, so yeah, I mean, that's at least what I got. I don't know if you got a different character or something, but no, I got the yeah, I got Darth Vader. Same too. thing, yeah. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. Never, never got a like a drinking cup before. I think out of a, a smuggler's bounty box. No, that's that's the first. You know, you know what I'm disappointed at though. There's no patch. 
Yeah, that was, no I was that's why I was asking. Like I, you know, unless I was missing something. Yeah, we didn't get a patch this go around. We just got the pin. And and you know, the thing that that hurts me, or not really hurts me, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> it really in. hurts my feelings. <laughs> I, this hurts me, man. Fuck! Oh, come on. Nah, what really disappoints me is that we've gotten these patches for so long, and they make for this really cool display. But then they, you know, because you could put the patches and the pins together to make something nice. But now they throw off the asset, uh, the uh, aesthetic of it because we get a pin and no patch. Mm-hmm. Now it's just going to be blank. And when right. I t- tour people around the museum here, I have to explain to them, this is the month that we didn't get the patch. No, it's not there for a reason. We really didn't get a patch. Right. And that, you know, that just, that's aggravating having to tell people that on, on these, especially when they pay so much money to come tour this museum. They pay a lot. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard it, it brings top dollar. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, next up, we get this cool, uh, Kylo Ren, uh, holding Vader's mask from The Force Awakens, but, Drawn up in Funko style T-shirt, and uh, you know it's it's another little cool T-shirt. Got Star Wars: The Force Awakens logo on it, and it says, "I will finish what you started." And uh, shows Kylo Ren sitting down there looking at Vader's mask. Another cool, another cool Star Wars T-shirt to have. You know, here's the thing: Do, do you ever take your T-shirts out of the package? Do you wear them? I don't. I've, I have. There's some I have taken out of the package in candy wares because they were her size. Yeah. But, but either that or they just sit in the package. I know. I can't break. I can't break my or make myself break them out of the package. It's like this collector mentality, right? You know, it's like, no, I'm uh, usually like that too. I get you. Like, yeah. <laughs> but there's been a few of them that I've. I've just, like. Well, at least I think one I know for sure it was. It was the one where I think it was the Rebels box. So you had like the Rebels Funko stuff on the T-shirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think that yeah. one I gave to her. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll save the big, the big, the the other big one for you. Okay. Okay. And I want to talk about the little box. Is that okay with you? I guess. Whatever. And if you want to talk about the little box, you can go ahead. <laughs> um. So next up, before we get the the big reveal, Funko has for a second box in a row given us a mystery mini. Yay! Uh, a little bit different here. So last Smuggler's Bounty box mystery mini was tied into The Last Jedi, which Funko had already released uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi mystery mini boxes. So you could com- actually complete your set with the Luke Skywalker that came in that box, or one of the two. So, and Funko's already released a Star Wars A New Hope set of mystery minis. But this month... This mystery mini was Darth Maul, so he doesn't fit into either one of those two categories. So now I'm wondering if we may be getting a Phantom Menace set of uh, mystery minis. Hmm. Or this could just be a one-off and, you know, just to make something to fit in the box, the Sith-themed box. I don't know. But this has got to be one of the coolest mystery minis that they have made, just because Darth Maul is such a cool-looking guy. He's a cool looking villain, right? He's like, right. he's probably next to Fett, probably the, he might even be above Fett as being the coolest looking Star Wars character. What do you think? I, I mean, I think so. I mean, probably 
I mean, I would probably rate him above Fett, to be honest with you. I mean, it's blasphemous for a lot of people, but I really love that character. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the the double-bladed lightsaber all in black, the horns, the the red and black, you know, face paint scheme. He, he just, he looks totally rad, right? Right. And it just makes for a cool-looking character. And uh, that also makes for a cool-looking mystery mini. And I am so thankful that Funko decided to put this in the box because he looks so cool on my shelf with the rest of my mystery minis. The only problem is I don't know which line to put him in. You know, he doesn't fit in The Last Jedi, he doesn't fit in A New Hope. So, I have to attach him to one of the lines until we get a Phantom Menace set. Just these problems, you know? It's these these Star Wars collecting problems that I have. Ah, It keeps me awake at night. (laughs) Just toss and turn. Yes, I do. Timmy's like, why don't you go to sleep? And you're like, "I I just can't. Like, just, just leave me alone. I'm just. I'm gonna go downstairs. <laughs> I just don't know what line to put him in. Gosh, <laughs> just get uh, out of my face. But no, this is one of the uh, the better items that we've gotten in a, in my opinion. Now, because I'm a mystery minis fan, this is one of the better items we've gotten in the box in a long, long, long time. But there's one other item that came in the box too, and I'll let Austin take that. Oh, one. see, I know why too. I think you're. That's just. It's very beautiful of you to be that way, but yeah, this was yes. the one I've been waiting on forever. Because when we, when we first didn't get these boxes, I was so disappointed. I'm like, of course they bring my f- most favorite character out as a Funko Pop, and then we don't get the box, and so I'm just like fuming, like I'm just so mad. And thankfully, you fixed it, and uh, yes. I was able to sleep well that night when the box came. But uh, yeah, we finally get a Count Dooku Funko Pop. <laughs> like I love it, dude. It's 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 great. Like I don't know about your design. I know the lightsaber in here seems a little flimsy. Like it's yeah, it's that's like a, typical. Yeah, but other than that, it's like oh man, it's perfect. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that that's typical. So I just want to I just want to thank the guys at uh, Funko for this box again. Thank you for letting us review this stuff. It is. Totally awesome of you to do that. And uh, this, unfortunately, this may be one of the last Smuggler's Bounty, Smuggler's Bounty boxes that we get, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I mean, what? I heard something about that. I mean, can you explain, like, what they're, what, what's okay, going so, on? Okay, so it seems what, what, what seems to be happening here is Funko has decided to end their Smuggler's Bounty, or all of their specialty boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not really end them. They're going to end the distribution of them. So they're saying, okay, I guess we're tired of, of fielding complaints about the shipping and all that kind of good stuff. Or maybe it's just not profitable enough for us to do it. Right. right. Like it could be profitable for somebody else, but not just for us to directly do it, to directly do it. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is they're going to end the service and the smugglers bounty service is going to stop September 15th, 2018. Now the next box is an indoor theme box, you know, that okay. could mean that we'd be getting some cool, uh, Ewok pops. I don't know. Oh, that would be so uh, cool. I mean, we will yeah. get that though, right? <sighs> That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Um, because, uh, the way this thing's worded, um, if you go to smugglersbounty.com and, and, and read their, uh, 
important update about the service ending. It's it's a little confusing. It's a little confusing. Um, but they say at September fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. You know that's it. No more. Uh, the, they're cutting off the subscription service for for everybody. But uh, it says the boxes aren't disappearing completely because the after the discontinuation date, the subscription boxes will be transitioning to an exclusive retail retail partner. Um, and they haven't revealed who that is yet. Now, the only thing I can guess, you know, maybe Walmart, Target, GameStop, right. Hot Topic, you know, pick one of those four. Because I'm assuming it's probably going to be one of those four. I'm hoping for GameStop because it's easier to to get stuff from GameStop than it is Walmart. Because Walmart is so hit and miss. With the stuff that they order, right? And I can right. pre-order stuff from GameStop. So I'm hoping that GameStop is the uh, eventual winner of the Smuggler's Bounty box. And it's not just this. You know, Funko had a DC box, a Marvel box, and a Disney box as well. And uh, they're stopping all of them. So unfortunately for for us, uh, I don't know what that means as far as uh, review boxes. Hmm, we'll see. We'll see. But... So in in the um, list of boxes that we have gotten, how do you rank the Sith box? I mean, it's it's up there just for the Count Dooku pop alone. I mean, it's got to be in the top two, top three. But now, remember great. now that Rebels that Rebels box had a cool Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, that one that one may be number one. I mean, that one was really really good. I mean, even for the mm. ones like the other boxes where we've gotten like big figures, you know, like the yeah. big Poe uh, with the X wing and. The land, mm-hmm. the land speeder, and all that. I don't know, like, like, yeah. The rebels box was great because you got Rex and you got uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really great. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, I, I'm, I feel you. Um, it's like one or two in my list too of of smugglers bounties box, smugglers bounty boxes. I can't say that for some reason. It's crazy. So, uh, speaking of Star Wars Rebels, let's transition into let's transition to talking about the last few episodes. So, oh. um, we know that have you have you caught up? Right, you've caught yes. up. Yes, yeah. When I got okay. home, it was sad because I couldn't really watch them because I had them on my DVR. So I, I thought I'd get to still watch all my recorded stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, couldn't watch it overseas. The only thing I could watch, I could stream, was Netflix. And uh, uh, that was a godsend because I, I just knew it. I knew when I got over there, I'm like, the TV is going to have nothing but Spanish and I'm not going to be able to do anything. So, of course, I just turned it on to see. And, yeah, like they were playing like American shows. And it was all in Spanish, like like Spanish dubbed. So yeah. I was just like, ugh. So, I, you know, I had brought my Apple TV with me, thank- thankfully, and, and I was able to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, when I got home, like, yeah, I just devoured the the latest Rebels. Yeah. So next Monday or this coming up Monday is the is the series finale. Yeah. That's it. Through hour and a half um episode. Well, it's probably really two or three episodes, you know, kind of broken down there. But it's gonna be starting at eight thirty and ends at ten. And that will be the series finale of Star Wars Rebels. It'll be the end of four years in the making of a really cool Star Wars story. Um, 
over the past four years, I will say this has not been as exciting as the Clone Wars. It just feels like it, like some of the stories weren't as important to the overall picture. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, like Clone Wars was. Right. Uh, it seems like with Star Wars, the Clone Wars, every single episode, minus a couple, it seemed like that they were massive. They were heavy. They moved the story forward. Even if it didn't take place in in right sequence in the timeline, there was something impactful about it. Sometimes with Star Wars Rebels, some of the episodes are not as impactful. You know, there's like, oh, well, we could have, you know, skipped over this one to get to more meteor to a more meteor episode. Right. And probably, I think, I think especially when they expanded the seasons and made them a lot more because the first, the first season to me was so solid. There were, there were more throwaway episodes in the following seasons. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So a lot's happened in the four episodes that we haven't talked about yet because you've been in dancing and partying in Costa Rica. Yep. Um, uh, when we left off, we, Hera had been captured by Governor Price and thrown. And now we see uh, Ezra and Kanan and the Rebels team going after Hera. They're going to get her. And spoiler alert, everybody, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil this for you. So if you haven't seen it, fast forward. Fast forward. Um, <clears throat> so we know that Ezra, I mean, uh, Kanan ultimately bites the bullet in, in this, uh, episode. What, so Austin, what do you feel? I mean, what were your emotions with, with Kanan? I mean, that, that- I, first off, let me just say this. The, okay. uh, the first part of the season was good, you know, but it was like, you know, it, it was you know, I mean, I I like the stories, but it wasn't like like oh my god, they're blowing my socks off yet. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll just say the the new like the last four episodes. You know, the the basically the second half of the season so far has just been just crazy good. Like hit after mm-hmm. hit after hit. Like they're going out like guns blazing for this the final uh, six episodes or seven episodes, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something um, like that for yeah, uh, yeah. The first episode, you know, Caleb Doom. Um, wow. Like it was super powerful. Like I, mm-hmm. it floored me. I mean, it, of course, I mean, we saw it come, we knew it was going to happen. It kind of got spoiled for everybody. Yeah. But I was still just, you know, like I didn't know how, what was going to happen. And, and, you know, I, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was a, it was still a gut punch and it was so, it was so good because I, I loved how, you finally got to see him be at peace and he knew he was, I mean, I think he knew exactly what was going to happen. Well, he was trying to tell Hera the whole time. I think. Right. So it's like, you know, he's kind of preparing it, but he's also, he's kind of reverted back. He's finally accepted who he is and what his place is, you know, at this time. And it's like, I love how he pretty much becomes, Caleb Doom, you know, he's not, he's no longer Kane and he sheds that, that self away and becomes who he was, you know, and, uh, yeah, he shaves. So that's what you think he was doing. That's what you think he was doing. Cause I was confused. I was like, okay, why are you shaving? Why are you cutting your hair? What's the purpose 
like basically I felt like that was him shedding his 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 mask this whole time because you know this whole time I mean he even changed his name his name was Canaan Jared yeah yeah. it's like yeah so now he's now he's Caleb Doom again and he's cutting his hair just basically revamping himself again and and you know starting clean and uh he's gonna go in as Caleb the Jedi to rescue you know his love Hera and uh but he knew that you know he didn't want there to be any conflict he didn't want there to be any kind of problem any kind of hiccup in the in the uh process so it's like i love how he hands the reins over to to ezra and he's like you know you have to lead us because you know i can't trust myself to make the right decisions and i just thought that was really cool i mean he was basically just going he was doing everything he could to make sure that this was a successful mission Mm -hmm. and um you know i mean you and then you get to see kind of like uh what was her name governor price yeah. You get to see her like like really screw up, you know, because you know she's she's so desperate to to get a win and trying to stop mm-hmm. these rebels that you know, here's Thrawn trying to get this tie defender uh um uh, project off the ground and everything and you know and she you know to, to to strike at the rebels, I mean, she ends up blowing up their their fuel supply and uh but in the process you see Kanan have to or Caleb, you know, have to sacrifice himself you know because he's holding back the explosion until he can get the ship away and then you know let it take him instead now that was i mean and that just that entire moment like all of that together and and plus you get to see him and Hera like kind of cut through all the bs and finally like she goes you know i know what i wanted to tell you and that i love you like was so dude like it brought a tear to my eye like and then immediately like you knew it was going to happen and then when when the end comes and he turns and looks at her and he regains basically it's like he he was given his eyesight back like Mm -hmm. you see the color return to his eyes for them to look at each other one more time before he died was just like like Tear, tear city, you know. Oh, dude, it well, yeah, I, I did. Like, I cried too. Was, I ain't gonna play. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But even Candy, like I showed her, and she doesn't even watch that show with me. She's just not really, just have really been into watching the the series. But mm. she watched that moment with me, and she started crying. Like it was that powerful. Like for somebody who I, had no connection to these characters. Yeah, like it was great, and you know, yeah, I just, I just think thought, there was something that more. Was great. There was something more to the to the eye color change because I didn't I didn't notice that the first time I watched it, but the second time I watched it, I noticed his eyes change back to blue. Right, and I'm that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And and I'm like, there's something going on with that. There's something mm-hmm. more to that. You know, I I don't know. I'm what sure it there is. is. I'm sure there is. And I just I mean that's just kind of like what my takeaway from it was that it most yeah. likely is like him being able to. You know, basically to to share that moment with Hera one more time, where that you know it's you know familiar eyes meets familiar eyes, and we been. and also you Could know I mean been. I missed his his blue eyes. You know, you get to see his uh, his eyes return before because you know I always hated that they took his eyesight from him. But yeah. um, <clears throat> you know that that to return at the in the end, you know, just for that one last moment, I just mm-hmm. thought that was a real nice touch. Don't know the exact significance of it, and you know and. You know, I'm sure there is more to it than than what I've pulled out of it, but yeah, it was it was a really cool moment. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I said, I cried, dude. I ain't I ain't playing. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't ashamed. I cried. I ain't too big. <laughs> yeah, I ain't too big. I ain't too big. I cried. It ain't no biggie. 
I'll cry again if I watch it. I'm a grown man. Um, I cry. It's all right. <laughs> I, I, didn't cry, I didn't cry like I did when Luke Skywalker died, but I cried. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I shed a tear or two. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was a really powerful episode. Really powerful episode. And then we transitioned to the next episode where <sighs> it starts getting a little foggy to me. I'm not saying it's a bad episode. It's just there's a lot to take in over the next three episodes. A lot of really out there concepts about the Force and the Jedi and stuff that I'm still trying to wrap my brain about around. Like how, why, this makes no sense to me. And then they introduce, you know, time travel. Right. Uh, sort of into uh, into Star Wars. <clears throat> And, uh, I think this is, this has got, you know, the fan base kind of up in arms a little bit with the time travel thing because they say, oh, now it's back to the future, you know, right. you're going to do anything in star Wars. And I want to, you know, part of me feels that way, but then part of me wants to say, well, they could only do it in this one location and this one location is now gone, you know? Right. It was like this perfect, this perfect place to, for in between time space where it's probably created by the Jedi, early, early Jedi. And, and they could, I I don't want to say control the universe from there, but there was something really special about that place, you know, that they could watch over everything. Right. And it's and now it's gone. So that opportunity is is not there anymore for them to do this. This is a one time thing, and it's almost like the uh, I don't know what do you want to call it, the MacGuffin or whatever to bring Hera. I mean, uh, Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka back right yeah. from the dead. And I just wonder if if the powers that be had this planned from the time they they had her fight Vader. You know, was I'm this- pretty sure they did because of the fact that if you remember, like we we talked about this, you know, a while back, you know, back when that episode aired, you know, we talked about it, mm-hmm. but you know, she walked away from that fight. We see it at the very end, but it's never meant. It's, it's almost like okay, well, she died, but you clearly see her walk away from that fight if you if you paid attention. So I'm pretty sure that that was that was a thread there. You know, that I'm sure was from there. Like they had that plan from the beginning. So, I mean, you know, who beyond that, who knows? But I have a feeling, like, I mean, I believe that it was probably intended that way. You think so? Yeah, like they, like they pretty much had that mapped out. You know, whenever they, uh, whenever they did, whenever they came up with that episode. <laughs> and you know what was really, what was really funny is as soon as he pulls her out and they start talking, I'm like, well, crap, what's to stop him from going to get it to go and get Canaan? Right. Back. No, definitely. And, and, and he you know, turns the around is, and though, that's what I he goes like, to do. <laughs> I feel like though that that you know that whole situation there because I, like I guess it's almost like a you know the force has limitless you know boundaries. Like it has it's like there's so much there's so much power there's so much that that one could use the force for. You know, we see that like in the last Jedi with with Luke's abilities. But with this with this particular mission, I mean, with this this episode, you know, it's like, 
okay, well, you know, obviously these people, you know, and it kind of ties into the old Clone Wars episode. Remember, it was the one that we really didn't care too much for with Anakin, Obi-Wan. The Mortis and, Trilogy. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Mortis Trilogy. Yeah. But it kind of touches on that, and it's, you know, and there is a, there is a, you know, like a way more powerful, you know, force, you know, at play there. <clears throat> and um, so it really ties into that and the fact that, you know, that's just like kind of untapped power. And, you know, and it's, I feel like this, this whole thing was more of a test for Ezra than, than anything. It's like, okay, so here's all the, here's, here's what is possible. You know, and he uses it to save, you know, Ahsoka, but he also, you know, it's like a, it's a, you know, he has to learn that you can't just, you can't just abuse this kind of power. I mean, it, you know, it's definitely like, oh, wow, you know, I could save someone from dying. It's to me, it's almost like it, it, it was a callback to, to like Palpatine talking to Anakin about the powers of the force and how you could use it to stop your loved ones from dying. And maybe that yeah. was sort of a reference to that. Oh, I didn't even think about it. That's a good, yeah. good thought. So it's you like, know? you know, there, there is that possibility, but it's like, you have to kind of, it's to me, it's like one of those things where you just can't make it happen. It's like an opportunity that, that could be given to you. And then mm. it's just how you choose to use that, that moment. And yeah. so here he is, but he has to learn to let go, you know? And, oh, uh, that, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I kind of look at it that way, but it is still it's a big leap. It's like it's like new territory for Star Wars. But then again, I I, I kind of enjoy when we when we get a new like new territory to explore because otherwise, you know, you're going to keep just rehashing the same old thing over and over, and you never yeah. kind of go beyond that boundary. So it's like if you you know sometimes you have to take risks and break down walls. I mean, I'm not saying it's always going to be right. Like it's not always going to work. But, you know, you just, if you don't try, then you don't know what you can do with the material. Yeah. So I feel like this was probably Filoni just swinging for the fences and kind of coming up with his own little thing, you know? And, uh, and for the most part, it worked. I mean, it didn't really bother me too much, but, uh, yeah. But it was still, it was, I mean, I do acknowledge that it was, it was a big leap to do that. And, yeah. uh, I mean, for the well, most part, I mean, I guess it, it worked, but, yeah, it, it, well, it certainly wasn't robot floating in space singing, right? <laughs> with space butterflies flying around him, you know, right, right. <laughs> so, but, but no, I, I mean, I, I can accept it. I can accept it for what it was because it was a one-time thing, right? And and that's gone. It can't be, at least with that area, you can't do that again, right? But you know, I wonder. You know, there's been a lot made of how Filoni and Ryan Johnson talked and, you know, how, you know, some stuff was set up in, in the, in Star Wars Rebels that we actually see in the, in the last Jedi, some concepts, right? Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> so I wonder how much this is actually setting the stage for future Star Wars films. You know, like what could be done with the force. Right. Because each film introduces something new, some new aspect to the force that we haven't seen yet. You know, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, one thing I did like was the, the audio in that, in that area where, where they were inside the cave or whatever you want to call it. it to, because you could tell they were in a place that just, that existed outside of time because everything, 
kind of flowed over on top of each other. Like, you know, you had quotes from uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, from Yoda, through different movies, from the prequels, the original trilogy. You even had Jen Erso ta- saying a line or so in there. Right. Did you hear it in the background? Yeah, I was hearing like all that stuff in the background. So yeah. It's pretty crazy. So it's, I think that was kind of to say, hey, you know, we're, we're in a place that exists beyond time and all this stuff is, you know, Ezra's kind of hearing this stuff, not knowing what it is, but of course we know what it is. So we get some kind of, uh, perception of, I don't know, not to say where he's at, but to let us know that, that time doesn't exist here, that everything happened, you know, and, and it's not just random quotes too, it's, it's pretty important lines from each movie kind of inspirational lines that that may you know like when jen i can't remember the exact line jen was saying but i think it was uh something about uh the when she was giving that speech to uh to the guys in the u-wing before Mm -hmm. they went out right you know i think it was something along in there and it was almost like the force was picking out certain moments in time that maybe the force directly affected. Right. You know, um, because you got to think the force had a lot to do with Jen and, and, and them being successful in their mission. Right. right. I don't think they could have done it without, without some guiding power helping them because that's <laughs> the odds were definitely not in their favor on that mission. Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, <sighs> You know, it was cool to see uh, Ian McDermott reprise the Emperor. Mm-hmm. I think he sounded a little different, though, from what I remember. Oh, you think so? Yeah, he didn't say. I mean, maybe I'm just used to hearing other people do his voice, but uh, he didn't sound all Ian McEmperorish, Emperorish to me, like he huh. used to. Like, like maybe there's a a tone shift in his voice or something like maybe it was up an octave or that or low too low or something. But, you know, I knew it was him. I knew it was him and it was cool to hear him actually reprise that role again. Um, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, what I'm interested in now is how this thing is going to wrap up. Right. So let's put it all out there. I'm not a betting man, but but I'll bet on this one. No, I'm not going to bet you on this one. But what do you think? Give me like top three things that you think are going to happen in the finale. I, you know, I feel, I, I know this sounds bad, but I almost feel like Ezra is maybe somehow going to sacrifice himself to save mm-hmm. uh, Lothal. Kind mm-hmm. of like that's kind of his, maybe that's his whole path is that he has to be there for the end to save his home planet. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, plus he's a Jedi and he's, and he's also been introduced to all these, you know, all these um, things, you know, and like we saw, he, he was kind of there for the, for the, you know, the time jump. Um, you know, he's kind of dabbled in the dark side a little bit. And, uh, you know, now that Kanan, you know, sacrificed himself, I don't know, I just feel like Ezra is kind of meant to do that, kind of as a final, final um, blow, you know, to, to save Lothal. And, and somehow I'm sure it's probably going to, it's going to be like, um, 
you know, something. I'm sure it's like he, he's going to do this and it's going to cause the rebellion to to really, I guess, step up and we start seeing them, you know, gear up towards the, you know, them trying to make the big hit, you know, like in Rogue One, you know, when they're, when they're, uh, finding out about the Death Star plans and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you can tell that the rebellion's grown and it's getting bigger and bigger and they're mm-hmm. gearing up for, for a big assault. Um, so maybe, maybe his sacrifice on Lothal will kind of spark, you know, the rebellion even more, like yeah. fan the flames a little more. I just yeah. feel like that's probably going to happen. I don't know if we'll lose other characters. I don't know if we'll lose all the, everybody, but Hera, you know, but, but I think I at least expect that Ezra's going to die. Um, I'm also wondering what they're going to do with Thrawn. Cause I'm kind of on the fence mm-hmm. about that. Like, I hope they really don't kill him off. Like, I hope mm-hmm. he kind of survives, you know, sort of like how he did in the original Canon where he was, he was around after the empire fell. Oh, was yeah. The one that was kind of responsible for like the resurgence. But then again, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he is in this timeline. Maybe it would make sense for him to, to be out of the picture after this because, you know, we really don't hear about him again, you know, because it's, it's kind of like Sloan's party after, uh, after Return of the Jedi. And then, you know, and then we see like the Empire kind of go down after that. And then First Order eventually comes back. So yeah. I don't know what place he would have in all that, but then again, it would make sense if they, if they kind of at least made him where he ran off, you know, to come back at some other time that we don't know yet, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I feel. I mean, I, I think that's probably how it's going to end, but you know, it could, uh, could go a little differently. Um, but I, I mean, I'm just assuming that everything is just is just going to be contained to Lothal. Like everything's going to come to a head there, and and that's it. Yeah, I, I'm a lo- I, I'm thinking along the same lines you are. Uh, I th- I do think Ezra will bite the bullet in this in this series finale. I think that, and and it will be in a brave, sacrificial kind of way mm-hmm. um, to save Lothal. I'm leaning more towards they don't kill Thrawn. Right. And, and the only reason being is, you know, Filoni has another animated series up his sleeve. Right. You know, right. whether it's set after Rebels or it's set after the original trilogy. Well, see, I thought the 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 rumor was something, it had something to do with the resistance. So I'm wondering if it's going to, if it's going to be something to do with with Leia starting at the Resistance, yeah, it could and be. I don't know. Could I be. could be wrong, but I, that's just the rumor I heard. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. But you know, he's going to bring Ahsoka back sometime at some yep. point in something, right? It's got to be something. Whether it's a book he writes or 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 something, Ahsoka's coming back. Whether she comes back. In Rebels, I don't know. Because I don't know that he wants to feature her, make her, you know, front and center. Right. In in this story. This is about Ezra, right? And I think if you bring her back in the finale, it diminishes Ezra's role in the thing. I agree. Because she's such an overpowering character because of her history in the Clone Wars and f- the way fans feel about her. So I think, I don't think she'll be back for any more rebels. I think she will show up so- sooner or later. I think the same thing with Thrawn. I think there's too much fan support 
for Throne and they want to see him in other things that I don't I think he just, you know, sits back on one of the Star Destroyers and watches the destruction take place of Lethal. And and I don't know that this will be a happy ending either. You right. know, I don't it think it could be. It could be that, that Ezra sacrifices himself and Lethal still falls, but it like I feel like the ending to this is to put like you know a lot of fire under the rebellion's butt. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what yeah. their ending is probably going to aim for. Yeah. So that we we start to get that that rebellion that we see in Rogue One Episode Four. Yeah, because I think if if the victory is too big, it diminishes the sacrifice in Rogue One. Right. According to A New Hope's crawl, crawl, you know. The rebellion has struck their first major blow against the empire. Right. So I think that this will be a kind of a sad ending, kind of a, they win in some small way, but ultimately lose. Uh, Hera and Chopper may be the only ones that escape back to the rebellion. I I see that if you look at the preview trailer, I, I, Callus is there too, so they do get some support in. Right, right, right. From 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 a, another group, um, but I th- I think he's pretty much a goner too. I think you know, the, maybe Throne sitting up in his starter story and says, "Wipe them out, all, all of, of them." them. <laughs> yeah, and then just you know drops a nuke on them or something. And Hera and Chopper are the only ones that actually get out with the ghost. And she's left alive to tell the tale of the sacrificial or of the sacrifice that these rebels made on Lothal for whatever, you know, small reason, whatever good they did. And I think that's that's probably how it's going to end. And it'll be a emotional kind of ending as well. And you, you may see. A, a new little puppy dog running around on the, on the you know through the weeds of Lothal with a big doom dog, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? No, I, yeah, totally. <laughs> so I yeah I don't I don't know I, I just I got a feeling it's not going to end well for for the Star Wars Rebels team and the Rebels in general. Alrighty, man, that's going to do it this week. We have hit that mark where we got to wrap it up for the week. So, we didn't get to any of the news that I wanted to get to, but we did get to talk about the Star Wars Rebels episodes, and that was really cool. I'm glad we got to get back together again after our little two-week hiatus, so expect us back again next week, and we'll talk about the series finale of Star Wars Rebels. So, uh, remember to tune in at 8.30 Monday. Not 9 o'clock, 8.30 on Disney XD, Eastern Standard Time. Um, any last thoughts, Austin? Um, I mean, that's, you know, I just say that everybody get ready. Oh, and, and next week, you know, the last Jedi novel comes out. I can't wait to read that. So I hope everybody else kind of jumps on the bandwagon and, and gives it a chance because I'm excited. Um, I feel like this one's going to bring a lot more to the to the expansion of the story than like the force awakens novel did unfortunately not trying to down anybody but but i'm really excited actually to read this one yeah oh well, i agree i agree totally with you um next week seems to be like it like it, it's 
it's going to be a, a, a big Star Wars week. Actually, the next couple of weeks are going to be big Star Wars weeks because not only do we get start the series finale of Star Wars Rebels and the book in the Last Jedi book next week, but the following week, I think we get the digital premiere of Star Wars The Last Jedi. But, you know, uh, Walmart even announced the exclusives uh, for it, but... Uh, I think rumor has it that it comes with a free puppy. So when you see the crappy movie as as a frisbee, it'll bring you back to you know a lot more entertainment <laughs> than this movie was. Oh, I get I get what you're saying. Oh, he's he's not. Uh, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. I was just playing because of some comments on our Facebook page about the Last Jedi. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that. Just this this running divisiveness in the star wars community right now next week next week all right that's going to do it for this episode of the outer rim news podcast for march the 1st 2018 may the force be with you peace